a blessed Monday to you wherever you are. And we are contemplating the Lord's words to us. He brings us such wisdom when we reflect, what good must I do to gain eternal life? So we read in Matthew chapter 19. This is the ultimate question. A young man approached Jesus and said, teacher, what good must I do to gain eternal life? He answered him, why do you ask me about the good? There's only one who is good. If you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. He asked him, which ones? And Jesus replied, you shall not kill. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, all of these I have observed. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, if you wish to be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the young man heard this statement, he went away sad for he had many possessions. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. What good must I do to gain eternal life? That is the ultimate question. Father Andrew Rudman over at St. Clement today shared with us that pivotal question that his moral theology teacher used to begin every class with. So he said, we must have, you know, about 500 classes, that's about 500 times that they were asked, what is the central question of the Christian life? And it's that, what good must I do to gain eternal life? So when we look at questions in our lives, we have to look at the ultimate our ultimate destination is heaven. We look at that and we discern in the light of heaven. We discern in the light of God. It's interesting in this scripture passage because Jesus says, why do you ask me about the good? There's only one who is good. So the young man is asking about the good good to be done, like a, a small g, you know, in that sense. And Jesus turns him to the greatest good, the big G. The greatest good is God, who's the origin of all good, right? God is the origin of all that is good. He is the fount of goodness. And from him, all good things come. So we have to look to him, to the eternal God, to see what good is to be done. And, it, you know, it's so interesting because our culture um, doesn't like commandments. And yet God, our creator, who's our ultimate good, 
gave us these commandments because he's the one who made us. So this is kind of the instruction manual for people because God knows how he made us. He knows we're both spirit and body and what will ultimately make us most happy and peaceful is to follow those 10 commandments. Now, the fellow, the young man, asked him, well, which commandments? Because the Jews had 361 prescriptions to follow in the Judaic law that, you know, some of the commentary and all of that, but the Torah was kind of big and um, to guide every aspect of their lives. But Jesus goes back to the Mosaic law, the Ten Commandments. And that's our instruction book. And chief among them, if you know, if you catch that little piece in the beginning, when God gives the Ten Commandments to Moses, first of all, he says, I am the Lord, your God. You shall not have strange gods before me. So he puts us all in our place in the sense of he is God, the creator, and we are his creatures. And we always have to remember that. And the most blessed thing is that God has called us to heaven for all eternity. So we need to discern what to do in the light of our good father who wants us in heaven forever. We have to discern in the light of him who loves us, of him who made us, and who knows our good, even though at times we feel this pull toward things that are not good for us, that are actually types of idols that will enslave us. So we ask our Lord that we may remember today, what good must I do? to gain eternal life. And we make our offering of this day, divine heart of Jesus, I offer you through the immaculate heart of Mary, mother of the church, in union with the Eucharistic sacrifice, my prayers, my actions, my joys and sufferings of this day in reparation for sins, and for the salvation of all men and women, according to the special intention of our Holy Father, Pope Francis, in the grace of the Holy Spirit, for the glory of the Heavenly Father. And we pray for vocations. O Jesus, eternal shepherd of our souls, send good laborers into your harvest. Now, if you are in the area of Metairie, this Thursday, August 19th, you see our address there, 4403 Veterans Memorial Boulevard. We are having a book party to celebrate a new book called Millennium Nun, Millennial Nuns. And there's eight chapters in the book, not too long, but eight chapters done by our sisters. Eight different sisters and Sister Jackie and Sister Tracy, who both wrote one of the chapters, will be here at seven o'clock in the evening to um, talk a little bit about their experience and uh, their chapter and what the book is about. And you can join us for that talk at 7 p.m. If you don't have time to come at that time, you can come during the day because the party is all day long and uh, get your book and get Sister Jackie to sign it because she'll be here all day. 
So you are cordially invited. August 19th, 7 p.m. And uh, let me put that down there. August Thursday, August 19th, 7 p.m. Or you can come for all day. And um, see, there it is. Thursday, August 19th, 7 p.m. This week. And uh, see us, join us. So from 10 to 5.30, the stores open for the regular book party for anybody who wants to come and have a few cookies or coffee or juice. And um, the presentation is at 7 p.m. And uh, the store reopens for that party too. So come with us, come be with us if you can. And we ask God's blessing on all of you, on all those you love. And we pray for you and for your loved ones and for your intentions. We ask the Lord's blessing in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And it is the Feast of St. Stephen. So blessed feast for all you Stevens out there. We have Sister Claire Stephen and Sister Mary Stephen and Stephen who reads for um, St. Anne's. He's one of the lectors over there. So we pray for you all and for the many Stevens that you know. Um, for Stephen Ham, may he rest in peace. He um, died uh, about a year and a half ago. So we pray for him and for all the deceased Stevens that they may intercede for us. We pray for them and they can pray for us. And we ask God's blessing on us all. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come join us for our book party and have a most blessed day.